This episode only further confirms my belief that Bandit is the dog version of Indiana Jones. <laughs> and that Bingo, yes, Bingo, is going to replace him one day. I mean, did you see Bingo's slides and athleticism and hand-eye coordination in this episode? They're just insane. I mean, every character in this one had a strong showing. And just when I think Bluey episodes cannot get any better, they come out with episodes like this. Just beautifully heartfelt episodes with amazing themes to them. This show, people. Hello and welcome to Obsession Bluey, a podcast where I talk about the things I'm obsessed with. And for this season, season one, I'm talking about the hit Australian children's show, Bluey. I almost don't have words anymore for how good this show is. Okay, short recap. The Healer family is at a park and they've brought their Shih Tzu friend, Missy. The girls have a great idea to play pirates on the hammock swing, but Missy has never played and is a little nervous. So the girls jump on the hammock as mom narrates and dad runs the special effects. The story goes on as the waves crash into the boat, which is the hammock, and Missy gets a little scared. Bandit tries to urge Missy to overcome her fear and Chili knows that she will just do that in her own time. And Missy does just that. She overcomes her fear in her own time. At Bingo and Bluey's most dire moment, when they get trapped in the belly of a whale, Missy comes down to help them out in a moment of bravery. And the girls tickle the blue whale, and the gang encourage Missy to overcome her fears and show bravery. And Bandit needs to learn the same lessons, too. The episode opens up at this familiar park, my favorite episode so far, bike. We've been here before. Bluey has learned to ride her bike in this park. Bentley got into the monkey bars. Muffin got on her backpack. And Bingo is able to take a drink of water. This park has some incredible memories and it's about to give us some more good ones from this episode. The girls are running across the basketball courts over to Bandit and Chili who are sitting, cuddled together on a bench. Bluey gets there first and asks her parents, mom, dad, can we play pirates on the hammock swing? Bingo and Missy catch up about halfway through her saying this and Chili, who is sitting with her legs crossed and just looking at peace with the world says, isn't that game a bit too scary for Missy? Missy's probably a bit younger than Bingo here. She looks maybe about three years old. And when Chili says this, Missy just blankly stares ahead looking a little offended that adult, an adult didn't have full trust and faith in her. I noticed this before with Juniper from the shops episode too. I'm curious if the child actors are the same because the voice sounds somewhat like Muffins. So I'm curious if she just does multiple characters' voices. Anyway, Missy looks a little bummed that she didn't have an adult's confidence in this, but Bandit consoles her, rubbing her head and saying, it's okay, she'll be brave, won't she, Missy? Missy giggles here and says, I'll try, Mr. Healer. I will rarely ever, ever say someone is cuter than Bingo. But this was a really cute moment. She is determined at least to try to be brave because Bandit is giving her a little stroke of confidence. Bingo chimes in here too, letting her know that they'll take care of her. She also grabs Missy's hand here to show her support and kindness. So, Chili is sold. She probably likes this game because she can be super creative and just tell like a full story for the girls. And Chili thrives in this episode. But she says... Okay, let's play pirates. 
The girls do a little Dora Explorer the number here and they look at the camera. And so they look at the kids behind the camera who are watching Bluey and they yell all at the same time, yay, pirates. <laughs> the music kicks in here to like a kid version of Pirates of the Caribbean. And Bluey lets us know that this episode of Bluey is called Pirates. The scene cuts to a hammock swing with the girls running up and yelling, yarr. Missy is giggling and Bluey gets to the swing first and climbs on. She turns around and helps Missy and Bingo get on as Chili walks into the frame, narrating as she walks. Bandit walks with her and stops right by the ropes of the um, hammock. He is going to be the effects for the game. Chili narrates, One day, there were three pirates. Bandit corrects her, Brave pirates. And we get a heroic shot of Louie here looking out of the, over the front of the ship like she's looking for some treasure. She gives another, Yarr! Bingo then corrects Bandit though. Greedy pirates. <laughs> it was hard to notice this, but right before Bingo got on the hammock, she found a nice little pile of like wood chips. The kind that like cover playground floors. It's not so much wood chips actually, it's like tree bark. She finds a nice pile and picks it up. And when she corrects Bandit and says, greedy pirates, she also picks up and drops her money. Missy giggles again here. She's loving it. She is a cutie, just happy to be participating. Chili is now seated in the steps um, to the slide, so it's like a whole playground behind them, and she is the voice of the rest of the episode. She puts her arms out and says, out in their boat, sailing along. And Bingo corrects her mom here too and adds on, with our treasure. And Chili affirms the correction and says, with their treasure. She goes on, and the ocean was nice and calm. This is Bandit's first cue. He starts to gently rock the hammock back and forth. Missy notices the swinging and looks down at the hammock with a slightly concerned look on her face. She loosens up though when she realizes the swing isn't too hard. Oh, this is okay, she says. Bandit just mentions the narration of the story to himself as he rocks the swing. Nice, and, but he can't finish before Bluey, standing at the top of the boat, yells back, oh, come on. And the shot gets to Chili who says, when suddenly the wind started to blow. And Chili, when she says this, stands up and does a full rage motion of the wind blowing with her arms and her full body. She has gone really into this game. Bandit starts to make some little noises of the wind blowing here too and starts swinging the hammock just a tiny bit more than it was before. Missy isn't liking this too much though. Without a single word, she slides off the hammock in the midst of Bingo and Bluey's screams of delight and she runs and hides behind one of the poles that the hammock is strung up on. Bluey sees her run away and says, Missy, come back. Bluey is truly the leader at inclusion here. She may always want to play games with her own rules, but she almost always would rather play a game with someone else than by herself. She showed some independence in the last episode of Beach, but that was about it. She usually wants to be with other people and spend time playing with other people, which just... She's an extrovert, so she likes spending time with other people and playing games with other people. In any episode that we see of Bingo running away because she doesn't want to play with her sister, Bluey usually runs after her and tries to get her to play again. Remember the Butterflies episode in particular? Bluey was so torn in between playing with um, her friend or her sister. And as soon as they feel like they abandon her sister, she ran back and tried to like remedy the situation with her sister. She always wants to play with other people, which is a really admirable trait that Bluey has. Chili shows some good improv though, as she sees Missy running away and sitting behind the pole. She says, and one of the pirates went and hung out behind a lighthouse. 
which is fine. And she added that last part, darting her eyes over to Bandit. Bandit smiles again and says, but this was a chance for the little pirate to be super brave. <laughs> Bandit is going to get what's coming to him in a little bit. <laughs> Chili speaks up again. A mini fight in the middle of this game between the two of them. She says, she'll be super brave when she's ready. For now, she's the lighthouse keeper. <laughs> and as a note, it's an interesting concept to think about when people push versus when to just let people bloom into things themselves. I don't really know where that line is, to be honest. Um, and it was something that if you've ever seen the movie Whiplash, it's kind of about one extreme of that, where a teacher pushes the student as far as he can go to get the very best out of him. I do not know where that line is because it can push people into like a lot of uh, unhealth. <laughs> I think it's a really interesting concept to figure out when you need to actually push people into certain things, even though they're uncomfortable with it, and you push someone outside of their comfort zone versus when you just let them figure things out on their own. The preference would usually just be letting people figure things out on their own, but not everyone is like that. And for some people, they will be stuck inside their comfort zone for their whole entire life if you do not take steps to push them outside their comfort zone. And I just don't really know where that line is. I think it's different for every single individual and you really have to get to know a person in order to truly help them and figure out like what they actually need in life. But that's a concept that I've been thinking about as long as uh, I have seen this episode. It's been just one that's rolling around in my head for when do you push someone as far as they can take it? Like when do you do what Bandit does and just like throw this little girl back onto the hammock whether she likes it or not because it's good and she'll get outside of her comfort zone? Or when do you let her just kind of step into things when she's ready? Again, I think it's better to step into things when she when the person's ready, but how do you know when a person will actually be ready or not? Like maybe Missy will just never be ready for this moment and she will stay behind that little lighthouse tower, that pole for the rest of her life, which isn't good. You want people to step outside of their comfort zone. So I don't know, this episode just made me think about that a lot. And it's not one we're gonna really answer because I don't really have an answer to that, but it's just such an interesting concept, I think. Anyway. Bluey jumps us right back into the story though, and again, with her leg up on the front of the ship and her hands outstretched, says, <laughs> you call this a storm? And Chili, looking very happy, says, whoa, I bet that'll get the sea angry. Bandit begins to make louder grunting and, and cracking noises and starts the swing hammock. He moves a lot faster now. And Chili puts both her arms into the air and says, ah, the storm got bigger. The hammock is now doing something I had instant flashbacks to whenever I was on one of these things. You know when you're on a hammock or like a swing and your friend is swinging you too fast and the hammock just starts to bounce up and down whenever it gets swung one way or the other? That's what's happening to the hammock now is Bingo and Bluey are just giggling like mad. Bluey gets out of the front of the ship and grabs the rope and Bingo has good balance but she's just sitting there with the treasure in her lap. The next scene is a legendary one. It is a, oh, it's a shot with amazing sound effects and animation style, but we get a shot that makes it seem like Bingo is the only one in the universe at this point. And one of the pieces of her bark treasure has gotten loose. The scene also feels kind of like this because the sound goes away, except for like this realistic wind now. And right before the piece of bark is about to fall over the edge, Bingo says, oh no, me treasure. And she slides across the tarp to get it right before it falls out of the boat. She makes it and grabs the rope right before she is about to fall off the boat. 
And Bluey yells out, bingo, seeing what she did. And she's scared for her sister and fellow pirate. She then peeks over the front of the boat again where Missy is hiding. And she says, Missy, we need you. She she shakes her head no and grabs her knees. I don't really know how to describe these next shots that are happening, but they are like a Michael Bay action slow motion kind of sequence here. They're hilarious and they're really well animated. Each shot changes as the hammock swings over to the other side and it blocks out the camera and then it blocks out the camera on the other side. And the first shot that we get is of Bluey jumping from the front of the boat and sliding down toward Bingo. The second shot is literally just a Bingo with her head dangling from the hammock, screaming as the ship gets rocked the other way. The hammock covers the screen, and when it uncovers, we see a piece of bark bouncing up and down across the hammock and Bluey sliding toward her sister, yelling, Bingo! I'm also surprised that Bingo doesn't correct her here and tell her her name is like Jack Russell Sparrow or something like that. She is the name queen. But Bluey grabs her sister and pulls her back onto the boat, and Bingo sees the piece of bark treasure bounding around and grabs it again like the greedy pirate that she is. Chili narrates this part, and she throws up her hands and says, Oh, the brave pirate saved her greedy friend. (laughs) The waves slow down, but the music is getting even more majestic and piratey. Bingo says, Me treasure, and hugs her bark treasure. Chili finishes the narrating. And she says, and the ocean was calm again, putting her arms out to mock calmness of the sea. Phew, Bluey says. Missy, the storm's over. And Bingo says, yeah, it's all calm now, which gives Missy some confidence. And she smiles saying, okay, here I come. And she runs back to the hammock where Bingo and Bluey both pull her back on. Chili narrates this part now saying, oh, and the lighthouse keeper rejoined them. And Bandit He takes this as an opportunity here and says in a deep voice, when suddenly, and Chili picks it up from there, going along with her husband's game and saying, something big hit the boat from underneath. And Bandit goes on explaining further, which was a perfect chance for the little pirate to show how brave she was. And here, Miss Lee actually holds out her hand to grab uh, Bluey's hand and Bluey grabs her hand just to comfort her a little bit. This is a really touching scene. Missy is a little bit of a pansy, not playing this game, but it's, she's kind of a, like this game is scary for her kid her age. So I kind of give her credit. Whereas Bingo literally just went along with it and played rough in games, even though she was getting beaten up. Like remember the yoga ball episode? Maybe Missy doesn't have any older siblings to rough her up a bit. So she holds out her hand here to Bluey and Bluey takes it and simply just smiles trying to be of some kind of consolation to Missy. But as soon as she reaches out, and as soon as Bandit finishes the sentence, he slams the hammock down and it flings the girls just like about a foot into the air. Not crazy at all. But for Missy, this is all too much. She crawls down again, and she hides behind the pole that the hammock is up on. She also gives a little grunt of scaredness here, which is just kind of sad. Bingo and Bluey both yell at the same time, Missy, come back! And Missy just shakes her head and goes, "Uh uh-uh. Bandit slams the hammock down again and launches the girls up into the air. And especially Bingo's treasure. It goes flying up and neatly falls back into her arms. Bingo, through a massive smile, says, What's doing that? And Chili fills in the blanks with her narration. It was an enormous blue whale bumping into their boat. 
And then Bandit makes his crazy face, sticking out his tongue and making his eyes all cockamamie. And he starts to slam the hammock down repeatedly. Boom, boom, he says. And the girls laugh and Bluey urges Missy, urges Missy, come on, because this is fun. And Missy gives some convincing advice for her dog size. She says, but there's a blue whale on the loose. Bluey shows some resolve and confidence here and she sticks up her chest just a little and says, I'm not scared of a silly blue whale. And Bingo, with the typical child rhyming insult, says, yeah, more like poo whale. <laughs> Again, the brilliance of the show because every single kid in the world would say that. They would always come up with a potty joke humor. And every single parent in the world knows that their kid would say this joke. I can honestly see all my nieces and nephews playing this game and I know which ones would crack that joke. But they'd all laugh at it too. The girls giggle a ton at this hilarious child humor and instead of giving them a warning or scolding them for coming up with the jokes, um, Bandit just slams the hammock in his biggest slam yet and the girls go flying into the air. This was a brilliant scene too because the camera follows the girls as they fly up into the air. And because Chili is behind them, it doesn't follow them down, but as the girls fall, do fall down, um, it just reveals Chili's face who continues to narrate here. She says, suddenly, the huge whale swallowed their boat whole. Bandit here makes another grunting noise and begins to just push the hammock away with all his might to one side so that the girls need to grab the rope as the boat begins to tip. Bingo still has all her treasures in her arm here too. Note that. <laughs> the hammock is completely sideways and Bandit says, and down the throat they slid as he releases the hammock and the girls go sliding and bouncing everywhere. Chili goes on, and into the whale's belly. It was all dark and slimy and gurgly and burgly. Then she redirects her narrating to Missy alone, saying, but still pretty safe and kind of fun. And as the hammock is twisting and turning, Bluey cries out, who will save us? And Chili again speaks to Missy, saying, maybe the lighthouse keeper is ready to help. No way, Missy says, stamping her foot in final approval. It's also an interesting thing to note how to do friend parenting here. Like I remember certain situations that came up when I was a kid where one of my friend's moms would try to discipline me or urge me to do something that I didn't want to do. I was sometimes shocked at how different my friends talk to their moms. And in this situation, it's interesting to think what Missy's mom would be like. Maybe she is super protective of her daughter here and Chili and Bandit's playing this rough game with her is the last thing that she would want. Maybe she'll call them later because if she's upset with them for pushing her daughter too far. Or maybe Missy's mother has been trying to urge her daughter to be more brave and Bandit and Chili know that. So they know to work with her in situations to teach her bravery. I like to think it's a second, but parenting your kids' friends is a weird thing in this world. And I have no idea what to do about any of that kind of stuff, honestly. Even like parenting nieces and nephews. Like how do you as an uncle or an aunt parent your nieces and nephews or parent like other kids or something like that? I don't know. That's just a very weird concept to me. But as Missy stamps her foot, Bandit chimes in saying, oh, lighthouse keeper, it's nothing to be scared of. And in a hilarious turn of the tide moment in this episode, Bandit starts making whale noises like Dory makes whale noises in Finding Nemo and his face is twisting and contorting because he's really getting into character here. And the camera goes from one side of his face 
to the other side of his face. And the other side of his face, in the background, you see a dog and his puppy. I think it's a boxer. And they walk into the frame and they walk onto a swing set where the little boxer puppy sits down and the dad dog looks at Bandit with some slight concern in his eye. And Bandit stops completely and clears his throat as he notices what is behind him. The shot moves to Bingo and Bluey who look confused on the hammock that their dad just stopped making these whale noises. Bluey shrugs her shoulders and says, why did you stop making the whale noise? And Bingo agrees and she questions her dad. Oh, um, Bandit thinks, the whale just went a bit quiet for a bit. And how Bandit can resist Bingo's pleads, I do not know. But Bingo says, no, don't stop, they're funny. And Bandit, you should immediately start start doing these whale noises again simply because Bingo likes it and she thinks they're funny. That's the only approval you'll ever need in the whole world. Bluey doesn't understand either and she asks, Mom, why isn't Dad making whale noises? Hmm, Chili says with a smile and a slow look over to Bandit. Could it be that this majestic blue whale is embarrassed to be making funny noises in front of another daddy whale? <laughs> and the shot cuts to Bandit as he finishes this sentence with, other, with the other daddy whale behind him, swinging his son without even looking or thinking about anything else. The embarrassment is kind of real here. It's tough sometimes fully to sell out a character in games that you're playing with your kids, but Bandit has done that before and usually doesn't shy away from that kind of stuff. So honestly, my best guess is the person behind him is a famous boxer, maybe like an actual boxer in the Blueyverse. And Bandit notices the person and doesn't want to embarrass himself in front of this famous dog. That's my only guess, because he's played in front of other adults in a ridiculous manner all the time. So his embarrassment just seems strange here, but it's it really serves a narrative of this episode very, very well. Bluey chimes in here saying, well, that doesn't make any sense. No, Chili says, it doesn't make any sense. The whole time, Chili is just playing along here and smiling. She's not really upset with her husband at all. She's more like amused that he actually is embarrassed to be making noises while playing with his daughters. I wouldn't mind switching roles here a bit to see how Chili would respond if she was making whale noises and one of her friends like walked up and was like, "What what are you doing? So it's not so easy when you're just a narrator there, Chili. Um, Bandit rubs his neck a little, showing a little embarrassment and says, oh, come on, come on. And Chili delivers an absolute blow to Bandit's confidence levels here and says, well, I'm sure the wave will be brave enough when he's ready. (laughs) The music kicks back in and the sound effects kick back in too. And we're back in the story as Chili dramatically says, anyway, the pirates were still stuck in the whale's belly with no one to save them. Bingo and Bluey hug each other, looking scared, playing the roles really well here. Bingo shouts out, we're doomed. But in a moment of courage, Missy says, oh, wait a minute. I know how you can get out of the whale's belly. Chili isn't going to make it that easy for her, though. And she narrates saying, oh, but the pirates couldn't hear the lighthouse keeper. They were stuck inside the usually noisy whale. She rolls her eyes here when she says usually, and we get a quick shot of Bandit just holding the hammock stone-faced. Chili goes on. There was only one thing for it. The little pirate was going to have to get swallowed by the whale too. Missy then looks super nervous and bangs her head against the pole just to hide for a second. Bluey charges her up yelling, come on, Missy, you can do it. 
and the greedy pirate just throws up her bark treasure and says, I want to spend me treasure. Chili asks, will she do it? And the whole while they say all these things, the music is coming in really hot here with some swelling horns and trumpets just getting ready for us to have an answer. The camera zooms in on Missy as the strings come in with the theme of determination. And Missy, Missy puts on her determined eyebrows here. She turns around and looks up at the pole. It looks massive from her perspective. But she wiggles her little bum and she jumps onto it. Chili is laughing in disbelief and she says, What's this? And Bingo and Bluey both yell, Go, Lighthouse Keeper! And honestly, with insane like agility for a dog like this, she climbs to the top of the pole, grabs the rope the hammock is attached to, and swings over to the front of the hammock. Chili the whole time is narrating, saying, Oh, she climbed up to the whale's mouth. Almost there, Missy shouts. Go, Light Keeper! The sisters shout. And Missy starts to slide down the hammock toward Bluey and Bingo. And Chili is saying, oh, and she slid right down his throat and into the belly to join the others. She slides right into Bingo and Bluey, and the three yell and celebrate here. Note, too, that her slide was like the slide of 100 feet. The perspective warps in this for each of the dogs is pretty funny. For Missy... This took a different level of bravery than it did for Bluey, or than it would for Bluey, who is about twice her size. Chili speaks up again, affirming Missy, saying, What bravery! She directs her look over to Bandit, saying, And what an inspiration to those of us out there who are trying to face our fears. <laughs> Bandit isn't amused. The shot cuts to the girls in the hammock, and Bluey says, What's your idea, Missy? Missy says, we tickle them. Oh, yeah, Bluey says, and they start to tickle the hammock. They stop. The music stops. We get a shot of Bandit with the squeaky swing behind him. He, he, Bandit says. The girls look shocked that their dad, Mr. Healer, is acting like this. And Chili puts her hand on her hip and says, really? Bandit smiles and Bluey says, come on, tickle harder. So the girls start tickling harder and Bandit gives like 0.1% more effort saying, hoo hoo, hee hee, ha ha. And the shot moves back to the girls as they tickle and it slowly zooms into Missy alone. She says, come on, Mr. Blue Whale. This is as hard as I can tickle. Oh, she is stealing the cute voice award for this episode. She is so cute here. How can you resist that? The shot cuts back to Bandit contemplating his whole life here. He then cracks a smile, furrows his eyebrow, and gets more dramatic and just hangs there for a second. As the shot moves wide and Bandit yells out a massive, bah! and starts to shake the hammock like crazy. Chili is loving this and says, ah, there it goes. Bandit then raises the front of the hammock. He rose up. He was going to spit them out, Chili says. And the girls all run to the front of the hammock and grab on again as the whale is going to surface and spit them out. Bluey falls down, though, and grabs Missy's leg. The weight is too much for Missy, so she falls down and grabs Bingo's leg. The shot moves to, to like, looking down from Bingo's perspective, and Missy says, Pull us up, Bingo. And Bingo, who has full, like, her hands full of bark treasure, says, I don't have any spare arms. Well, drop your treasure, the other two say. 
Bingo groans and drops her treasure, saying, Yar, I meet treasure. She then grabs Missy and pulls her and Bluey back up, which was remarkable strength for a four-year-old. They all make it back up to the tongue of the whale, the front of the hammock, and Bandit starts to shake the hammock again. Chili chimes in, saying, Oh boy, the whale prepared to spit them out. And Bandit slams down the hammock with all his might, and Bluey, Bingo, and Missy go flying into the air. Missy is the last one and has no fear in her eyes, but true and absolute delight. And Chili finishes here as the girls all plop down in the hammock, saying, and the pirates all landed safely back on their pirate ship. Hooray, we did it! And it was all thanks to the brave little lighthouse keeper, Chili finishes. Missy throwing up her hands here and giving a little, woo! And the next shot is of Bandit walking over to Chili on the steps. Chili makes room for him as Bandit walks over going, phew. Chili keeps up the narration here and she says, and the big blue whale went off to find his blue whale wife. Chili, you're tan, so you should be a big tan wife. But I digress. Who loved him that little bit more now. And Chili leans on Bandit here, tapping his leg. Absolute fireworks. And the camera gives us a wide shot and Chili says, and off they sail to look for more treasure. And the girls are all spread out over the hammock again, looking very pirate-like. Bingo lets out a, yar, treasure, because she's the greedy pirate. And the episode ends with more adventures in store for these three little puppies and their pirate adventures. Amazing episode about bravery and just a heartwarming, beautiful theme. Each episode, I'm going to be talking about the four things that I notice in the episode. Four, because there are four members of the family. These are not the most important parts of the show, but they're just things that I really liked. So, here we go. Number one. Okay, so in the bike episode of Bluey, when we see Bandit sitting down on the same bench that he was sitting down on in the episode of Bluey, the bike one, there was some yellow fluidy stuff in the corner of the bench platform. Not really sure what that is, but I know what it is. It's urine. <laughs> in the bike episode, I think that Bandit peed in the corner before the episode began, and he's looking all smug and comfy because he just relieved himself. The same is true in this episode because that ye yellow puddle is back. If I'm being honest, it looks like the animators kind of cut a little corner and took the same schematic of the bike episode and made it into this episode with the background and everything, just so like they could save a little bit of time. But there are so many good memories in this episode just from that one little scene. It's like my favorite scene in all of Bluey yet. Just, oh, it's like of the park and the bike riding and it's just a great one. Number two. This point is only to confirm the previous point. And I did some like searching and a little bit of research on this and the animators did, I repeat, they did recycle this scene. I have proof other than the urine puddle. They, the definitive proof is that the clouds are the exact same clouds and every single leaf in this shot is in the exact same place. It's the exact same light as well. I opened up the two tabs and compared the scene back and forth and honestly, it is the exact same thing. Nothing, nothing has changed except the characters and a bird that is in the air for the bike episode that isn't there for this one. So they just took the schematic of the bike episode and put new characters in it. Honestly, it probably saved a few hours of work. So well done. I commend you animators for finding quick solutions to issues. 
Number three, Bingo is going to take her dad's mantle as Indiana Jones. I swear on my life that I will, this will happen after this episode. She has numerous moments where she just crushes it. But the slow motion action shots of her sliding across the ship to get the treasure. And then there's a scene where one of these little pieces of bark treasure bounces along during this really tumultuous time of the storm. And Bingo grabs it right before the storm and just starts to settle like a little bit. Oh my goodness. She is pulling all those hat grabbing moves that Indiana Jones pulled and Bandit probably pulled when he went off on his own adventures. So I think Bandit's retired Indiana Jones and he's just waiting for one of his two daughters to take up his mantle. So when, when little Bingo is 16 years old, Bandit's going to talk to her here. Here's the hat. Take the mantle, go off on adventures. That's my theory. (laughs) Number four. I actually kind of wish that this episode had the whale be a sperm whale rather than a blue whale. I mean, I get the whole blue whale thing because they are blue healer dogs, but I think it could have worked well with sperm whales because that would have also been an allusion to Moby Dick and that kind of would have been fun. Also, I think it would have been fun had these been orca, (laughs) but if Bandit was an orca, the children would be dead because those things are the absolute apex predators of the world. Every episode, we're going to talk about the theme of the episode of Bluey. And the theme of this episode of Bluey is bravery. The common trope in all of literature and movies and shows is that true bravery isn't just strong people showing up in those situations. That true bravery is being afraid, but in the midst of your fear, overcoming and showing up even though you are terrified. And this is exactly what Missy does here. She has a few moments where she is terrified and that fear moves her to hide and run away from danger. But then she thinks and is able to overcome it. I really love how they made Bandit 2 have like struggle here because the show is pointing out that people have different kinds of fears and Bandit who seems wild and crazy doesn't like embarrassment. So his bravery is much needed in that He needs to be able to overcome making the whole whale noises just to be able to play with his daughters and their friend and make it much more enjoyable for them. So I'm recording this episode in the middle of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And it is the peak of Zelensky hysteria that we've seen. It is an amazing thing because in this world prior to this, there was and there still is a massive distrust of world leaders. No one shows bravery or wisdom or actually understands what people are going through. And here you have this comedian turned president of his country who is refusing asylum and he is fighting with his people on the ground. He, he just said this the other day that he will fight and die for his country. It is, he is like the perfect leader of our time. People I've never seen just universal admiration for a person like this man. He's terrified, I'm sure. And his wife and his family are terrified, I'm sure. But this man has shown incredible bravery in the face of the world's, probably the world's most feared dictator at this point, Putin. But he is, if you've seen any of the videos that he has, people are offering him to get out of the country. People are saying he needs to protect himself in order to govern his country later. And he's rejecting that. He is there with his people. 
world leaders of Ukraine or the country leaders of Ukraine are there with their people. They are fighting with the people. It is, it's honestly one of the most admirable things I've seen for a world leader um, in my entire life. It is so cool to see. And there are quote after quote after quote of writers and movie stars talking about what true bravery is. But honestly, I think we all know what it is when we see it. It's someone doing something to overcome your fears. It's facing the repercussions of fear or getting hurt or possibly even dying because you resolve to help people or because you believe in something. Missy's bravery was beautiful because hers was directed to relating and helping other people. She saw that Bluey and Bingo were in trouble and she just knew that she needed to be brave in order to help her friends. It reminds me a lot of Merry and Pippin fighting in the battle for Minas Tirith. And he's, they're fighting for their friends. It reminds me too of Samwise the Brave. Someone who was afraid of things but looked them in the face because of his love for another person. And those are the true moments of bravery. Knowing you are fighting for something beyond you. You're fighting for someone you love. You're fighting for an idea. And in the midst of your fear... There are so many obstacles, but you overcome those because of what is on the other side of that. On top of all this, bravery can lead us even to pure joy. And in bravery, there is risk involved. If you're being brave like Missy, there is risk that you might get hurt. For a lot of people starting a business or changing jobs or like starting a new school, there is risk attached to that because it could fail horribly. But being brave is staring at those things in the face and saying, I'm doing this anyway. And the incredible thing is that sometimes you might find that the things that you took a risk on are the things that may work out and become really enjoyable. If you take a risk like Missy, you might find that the game is actually fun and worthwhile. I've done this for certain things in my life. When I was afraid of doing something for getting hurt or not being good at it, I've crumpled in myself. But when I took a step of bravery and did those things, in a lot of cases, I found those things to actually be enjoyable. And I wanted to do them even more, just like Missy. So when Missy shows a step of bravery and she just crawls onto the hammock and she's participating in the game, she realizes that the game is actually really fun when she just lets herself go and she is not overwhelmed with fear. So in moments like that, in like the moments of fun, the, the bravery that we have to play those games, even in the midst of like a hurt or a pain that we might have, can turn out to be really, really fun and enjoyable. And for Bandit, bravery takes on a different stance because true bravery is fighting for the right reasons. Who cares what another person thinks of you? It takes bravery to think that and to make the game fun for your daughters and their friend. And there's a line that I love that helps me be brave when I'm afraid of embarrassment. And it's from David Foster Wallace in one of his novels. One of the characters says, you will become less concerned with what other people think of you when you realize how seldom they do. People are living in their own worlds. And Bandit realized that and realizes that it's worth, it's just worth it to be goofy and fun because what does he have to fear in being embarrassed by another dog who he doesn't know and who doesn't really care about him all that much? And it's important to know the boxer dog ends up smiling when Bandit starts making weird noises again because he knows he's playing the game really well with his daughters here. People will understand when you're being weird like Bandit for the right reasons. So be courageous and brave in the situations you are afraid of. You might find a lot of fun along the way. 
And even if you don't find fun and you're being brave in the midst of terrifying situations like war or something like that, if you are fighting for the right reasons, you're sacrificing your life for other people and their freedom and their enjoyment of life. That is a far greater thing than bravery for yourself. Keep fighting, keep being brave, and keep loving other people so much that you would give your life up for them. Every episode, we're going to talk about the Best in Show Award for the episode. And the Best in Show Award for this episode of Bluey is Missy. I was going back and forth between Chili and Missy here. I think Chili did have a great episode of just being fun and not being embarrassed and letting people come into their bravery without forcing them. And she just told a really good story too. But Missy is ultimately the one who overcomes her fears of being roughed around. She is able to save the day here. She runs away twice because the whale crashed into the boat and because the waves were too big. She was scared of being tossed too much. So she runs and hides like a lot of kids would. But rather than be gripped by her fear, she climbs the pole like an absolute pro. She flings herself over the rope and slides down the hammock, just crushing her fears away and then coming to really enjoy this game. She was super cute as well helping Bandit get over his fear of embarrassment because she also got over her fear. So she's able to sympathize with him. And Bandit realized that if this little Shih Tzu can get over her fear, so can I. So Missy gets it today because she was able to show bravery in the midst of terrors and because she was super cute in this episode as well. We all know cuteness goes very far in my book. Every episode of Bluey helps me remember stories in my childhood and things that I just come across. And this episode, the moment of embarrassment that Bandit had, helped me remember a moment when I was in grad school. It was a moment when I was doing homework and I, I lived on the third floor of an apartment and across from my, I, my desk was right at my window and I would look out my window and there was one time when I was studying and I was really bored and I was just looking out my window kind of like daydreaming. And I was looking across at this little grassy knoll, this little like tree woody area kind of, but mostly grassy. Um, and I saw this dad playing with his two kids, his older daughter and his younger son. And I remember class had just ended. So there were a ton of people still walking around that grassy knoll. There's like, honestly, there was probably like a hundred people all walking around the sidewalk and the grassy knoll, just like hanging out and just relaxing. It was a really nice day at that point. And I remember this man is literally doing like cartwheels and uh, tumble like tumbling all over the grass and all into these trees because he's playing um, war with his kids. All Both of his kids have like a little stick and he has a little stick too. And he's like crawling behind them. He's like tapping them on the shoulder, like explaining the games to them, explaining where the bad guys are in the, in the, uh, in the thing. And he's like literally doing somersaults all over the place. And his kids are laughing and having the time of their life because he had no embarrassment of other people around him. I remember sitting there at my desk watching this for like 10, 15 minutes and there were other people walking around everywhere and this man had not a shred of embarrassment. I was so impressed. It was like, I was like the boxer dog in this and I was just like smiling down at him, just looking. I was, it was like a proud dad moment for me. I'm not even a dad, but it was just like a proud moment where I was looking at this guy playing with his kids who had no embarrassment. He was just concerned about one thing, making this fun for him and for his kids. And he did that. 
I'm sure this guy doesn't even remember that. I don't even know his name, to be honest. I don't know anything about him. But I knew at that moment he had no fear of just being completely embarrassed with his kids and playing this game with his kids. And it really inspired me. It made me kind of want to do that. It made me want to not think so much what other people think about me, but it made me want to play with such vigor with my nieces and nephews that I don't really care what other people think, but I'm playing with them in like war games and with like uh, making weird whale noises and doing all that kind of stuff, even though there are other people around. Because I think the true thing is that it's like impressive to other people. I remember there was no one in that park that was like looking at that guy, pointing it out saying, Oh my gosh, what's he doing? All of them were like amazed that this guy was being such a good dad. And I think that's what we should focus on more in all this kind of stuff. It's being good people, being good dads, being good uncles, being good aunts, being good grandparents, just having fun with kids like this, not being embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed like bingo. Don't, or don't be embarrassed like Bandit. Don't be embarrassed like Missy too. And if you are embarrassed, if you are nervous, if you're fearful, it's worth it to get over your fears. Bravery is one of the most beautiful things that we can do and show. Even in the midst of our fear, to step out and to be brave in the right situations and the right circumstances. It is something that we should all learn and something that we can grow in. Anyway, I'll be seeing you. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I'm coming out with an episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can do two things for me. You can rate and review this podcast. Um, You can just go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, and give me a rating and give me a review. I'll read your reviews if they're any good. (laughs) That'd be really fun. And also, you can follow on social media. Um, A little bit on Instagram. I don't really do Twitter too much anymore. Um... Social media is kind of exhausting for me sometimes, so I just kind of focus on making this podcast. That's really what I care about because I'm just having way too much fun making this podcast. But I want to interact with you guys more if you're listening to this. I want to know what you guys think. So let me know what you think of this podcast. Give me a rating, review me, contact me on social media. Let me know um, anything that we should get better at in this podcast or anything like that. It's just honestly, it's just way too much fun talking about Bluey and just watching these episodes and dissecting them. I'm having way too much fun doing this. It's a child show, and I don't care if there was one person listening or one million people listening. I would do the same way because it's just so much fun talking about this children's show, Bluey. So I hope you have a great day, and uh, I am really looking forward to building this community. Thank you so much for listening. It means a ton to me.